This is Airwaves, tuned in. A daily source of interviews, insights and info. Every day at Iceland Airwaves Music Festival in Reykjavik, Iceland. Made possible by Einstuk Beer, Reykjavik Grapevine and Iceland Air. Episode 4 of Airwaves Tuned In from 2019 Iceland Airways Music Festival here in Reykjavik, Iceland. I'm Tim Pogo. Happy to be joined by Dave Newington of Boyazuga. Hello. Hey, Tim. Thanks for having me. Oh, appreciate it, man. Uh, so it's been a great week around here. Uh, we're brought to you by Einstuk Beer, Reykjavik Grapevine, and Iceland Air. So thanks to those guys all week long for making this possible. And uh, I thought this might be a cool little setting uh, yeah. where we are right now. The famous venue here in Reykjavik, Ilno, Historic building, historic theater. It's it's a it's a restaurant. It's a place for shows. Upstairs, they built these cool workshops and studio spaces and artists co-working spaces. And uh, we're in this studio, and your eyes, I gotta say, lit up like a kid at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's it's nuts. There's like amps and microphones, drums, keyboards, and everything that you could dream of is all here, and it's all like top of the top of the range, beautiful stuff. So yeah, I kind of wish I could. Just lock the door and just stay and record here for ages. Where's Dave? But, oh, oh, he's yeah. still up there two days later. In the cave. Yeah. Should thank my friend Colm from Innie. Uh, he used to be involved with Bedroom Community here and Mengi Records. So, I mean, he's a guy who's got his hands on the Icelandic music scene. So always check out what they got going on at Innie, folks. And uh, so thanks, Colm, for giving me the keys of the studio. <laughs> and you know what? This room, just as a little historical context, this used to be Björk's official like press room or something like that. So like, wow. as they took over the world, her campaign, her team, yeah. they I guess they planned it all out right in this very room. So uh, <laughs> No pressure for me then to, ah. to give some good <laughs> answers for this interview. Uh, so what do you think so far? You've been around for about a day and a half or so, yeah, right? It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, never been anywhere like this before. And uh, it wasn't as cold as I had been told it was going to be. My mother's Scottish, so spent quite a lot of time up there in the in the winter. But yeah, it's been amazing. We went earlier, and our friend Louise was taking some photos for us. We went down to the waterfront with that just massive mountain and snow-capped mountain in the background, and it, it's just like yeah, it's a treat for the eyes. Everyone's been really friendly, definitely. Do you have a routine when you're on the road? Uh, are there things, uh, if I'm in a different city, I might like want to check out a record shop or something like that or or a noodle shop. Is Any, any yeah. routines that you always try to seek out everywhere you go? Yeah, it kind of depends on the uh, the schedule, but definitely record shops and then like clothes shops and we go to art galleries sometimes. And yeah, it's, it's the great thing about social media is you can just put up on Twitter or whatever, like what's good to see here and then yeah. people will send in suggestions and stuff. So yeah, but uh, yeah, usually record shops is the one, but Again, it's having the money as well. It's usually I know. usually just a browse. Does it ever feel different or is it kind of like just business as usual for you to play in front of people who are pretty much new to you and you're new to them in a brand new place? Or is it just like first chord starts going, everything's all, everyone's all in tune? No, no, it's, it's, it's definitely different every time. Like I, I don't think we've ever, um, I think it would be, it would be boring if it kind of felt the same and especially coming places like here where it's like yeah I don't really know what to expect it's always I feel like I repeat myself but it is always such a I don't know it's great to travel somewhere this far and play to people because we've all been in bands for years and traveled far and played to no one <laughs> so yeah when people are actually there it's awesome so that's how it goes here people are here to to absorb music and have no idea who on earth they're looking at, yeah. but within 10 minutes be like, yeah, yeah. I like these guys. That's, that's awesome. And, that, and that's like, it's the best crowd to play to, definitely, is when you you, it, you can tell sometimes when people, are, they just love music and they're there to experience music and they've got an open mind. And 
you know, it's 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 a it's exciting for 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 us to play to a crowd where it feels like that's happening. Definitely. So the Boyazuga project is relatively new, right? A couple of years, two three years. Yeah, yeah. It's like been in the works for like a lot longer. But as Boyazuga, yeah, it's been about three four years. Um, but yeah, before that, it was kind of just the songs I'd written in my bedroom, which was a lot smaller kind of version <laughs> with a lot less good gear. <laughs> but yeah, um, and then I met a guy called Eddie Al Shikachi, who's a He's a genius. He's an amazing producer, basically. And we made the record together just in... He's got a similar setup to this. He's got amazing gear and synthesizers. He lives on a farm just outside of Cardiff. And um, yeah, and we made we made the record over at the course of about four or five years. And then we kind of did it backwards. It was like once it had been finished, it was like, okay, it'd be really good to do this live. And so that's when the other guys came in. And i done a lot, you know. It's been hard work sometimes, but we've been really lucky as well. It's been really, really good. And sometimes it works out that way, that reverse yeah. order. Like, all right, I yeah. got these songs in an album. Now I want to play gigs. Yeah. There's no handbook with like a, a recipe yeah. and exactly. step-by-step process. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did, a friend of mine gave me a book called Supernatural Strategies for Making a Rock and Roll Group, which was a hilarious and really good book. Um, and it started off with a seance of dead rock stars. <laughs> that was about as close as I've got to a handbook. But yeah. Tongue in cheek. Any particular spirits turn up uh, while you were you know in I that state? I, I, I remember there was like Brian Jones is in the book, and I think Hendrix is as well. But yeah, no, they didn't appear to me. Not yet. <laughs> There's still time though. And you know, I love traveling. I love music. So wherever I yeah. go, I'm always trying to like find a venue, record shop, someone to go listen to, or something like that. You, you live in Cardiff, correct? Yeah. What's happening in Cardiff? Like, where would someone go to to dive into the scene there? So you. I mean, if you were looking for records, you go to Spiller's Records, which is actually... The oldest one on earth or something like that? Apparently so, yeah. Yeah, and it's an amazing record shop and they're just like lovely people there. I have discovered lots of music that I now love and has become my favorite music because of Ashley and everyone, Graf, who used to work there. Ben, who worked there once, was like gone in and bought a record and he was like, oh, if you like this record, you'll probably like this. It was Ty Siegel and White Fence record and I didn't know who the hell that was. And he got me into that and then... Kelly's Records is amazing. And then for venues, there's like Club Bach, Moon Club. We Sadly, there was an amazing venue called Goody Who, which closed last year because basically greedy landlords, yep. um, which seems to be the story everywhere. But it's, it's really sad. Like there's an amazing scene and people are kind of, because of that's happening, I think people are just having initiative and just doing stuff themselves. So people are like putting on their own gigs in more unusual places like our earliest gigs we put them on in this place the transport club which was like a busman's sort of social club but they had like a wicked old school kind of carpeted room upstairs where people usually do like tribute acts and stuff Uh and it's a tiny venue but we just had these like really good nights and there's a lot of that kind of thing happening and it feels really really good at the moment um People all kind of like playing each other's bands it's the kind of thing when I was younger I'd sort of dreamed to be a part of and it didn't always feel like it was happening and it feels over the past few years there's just like a real like exciting thing going on. And it's all everyone supports each other, everyone plays with each other and yeah. uh, everyone's cheering for you now that you're out there doing it. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows though? Who knows what's really going on? Oh, fantastic. Boy Azuga, I'm loving the stuff, man. Seriously. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. And uh, Davey, appreciate you hanging out. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me, man. That's not the way I with Airwaves.
tuned in. And no better way to begin the final day of Iceland Airways 2019 than with brunch. <laughs> I'm, I'm having brunch with Usp. Usp Elgin. Yeah. That's the best I can do with yeah, your name. Yeah, it's fine. I'll do it. Um, she's from the band Hream. And uh, we got to thank hey, our, our good friend, Siggy Balderson. People uh, listening around the world will know him from, I mean, he's, he's had his hands in Iceland music. He's been a massive force behind Iceland music for so many years, all those years in his band, The Sugar Cubes, uh, as, as, as an instructor. Uh, he's done everything, right? Yeah. Uh, he, he's now in charge of what's called the Iceland Music Export because, uh, let's face it, this is an island. It's far away from things. And for artists like yourself to get out there, to go anywhere, to play, to be exposed to the world, you need help. Yeah, you need some resources, yeah. right? Definitely. And that's what he does. It's and essential. so he was throwing a brunch and had us all over. So I, it was a perfect yes. opportunity to talk to you and catch up. So yes. you're done, right? Yes. You are I'm, kicking back. Can you your see feet how relaxed I am? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You've played all your gigs. <laughs> I've done my thing. This was your first Airwaves with Reem? With Reem, yes, yes, yes. yes. My second, and, myself, but yeah, the first one with Reem. And so now as you exhale, yes. how did it all go? It was amazing. Yes, three very different shows, very different uh, v- venues and settings. Um, and it was really equally amazing. First one we did on Wednesday at Gökurin. It's like this rock bar. And then the day after, completely different, the, the polar opposite. We were in the <laughs> church, the Frikirkan. Everyone sitting down, very attentive and, and just an amazing atmosphere. So... And then we did one off venue thing uh, yesterday at Canopy. So it was like this hotel lounge. It was really, really good. Yeah, it was, a, it was a very small stage. So it was very intimate. So we kind of, you know, made ourselves very comfortable, very cozy. A tight squeeze, tight yes, fit? Yes, very tight fit, yeah. <laughs> and this time we were so lucky because we have a, a friend called Alex. He was, he's a sound engineer. And because there was no sound, un, sound engineer at that, at that specific uh, venue, but uh, he made the magic happen. <laughs> on the spot, yeah. Yeah, very. He was Perfect time. on the stage with us as well. We were sitting on like this little square stage. <laughs> <laughs> at your feet, pretty much? Yeah, big, <laughs> under my skirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only place you can yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. only place there's a spot for but it. But it was still so much such a great experience as well so yeah he had a, he had a tough job he's literally like crouched beneath you yeah yeah, yeah. he was literally like, like you know. yeah, but it sounds great <laughs> but he was brilliant it was it was yeah he made it he made the sound very very good so yeah that's what happens here yeah that's iceland airways right yeah i'm glad we caught up because every year at this festival as you're aware, as anyone who's been here is aware, mm. there's always something new bubbling up to the surface. It could be brand new musicians out yeah. of nowhere. It yeah. could be people who have been around other things and yeah. new projects. Cream is in that category, right? Yeah. And I gotta say, people have been talking about you this week. There's yeah. not. So there's only what four songs. Oh, and congratulations! It's a brand new song yes. right now. Today, yeah. actually, yeah, we released our the fourth song with the longest name. <laughs> I'll let you handle the name. <laughs> yeah, it's called Nú er fagurt upp til fjalla. So yeah, I'm the only or new song the for short. <laughs> yes, new. The guys call it new because they cannot, uh, you know, to save their lives, say it. So yeah, so so we already only released four songs. So um, and it's been really really good to be able to perform it here uh, for the first time. This is actually. This festival was our fourth time performing live ever. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Four songs, four gigs. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, it was an experience. <laughs> Amazing. 
So really, this is all brand new then. Yeah, very new. Yeah. Uh, the first time we released something was in July. So, it, you know, it's, it's actually really, really... But these songs we've written a long time ago. We've been actually together since 2015. Uh, but like, just more as a self-indulging kind of studio <laughs> uh, nerds. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but um, then we were asked to perform at Iceland Airways Festival. So we thought that this is a golden opportunity to actually push ourselves and, and release these uh, these songs and and you know uh, share them with the world kind of and make them yeah make them yeah, alive yeah, make them make experience them, now. yeah exactly which isn't always easy right no no I and mean, we had no idea how it would work out but it was just somehow just really so effortless and so much fun it was yeah and yeah and we got to do it three times in like three days so <laughs> you might as well cram it all in right yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and it's certainly unique music so can you mm. describe kind of how it's made and how it sounds to people yeah well it's kind of so we have kind of different backgrounds i'm i'm like folk singer and a uh, bit of jazz and a bit of classical and that's my my background but then there we have uh, anil who is uh, he's an amazing arranger he's a singer as well and a songwriter and and he's an amazing arranger he um founded this choir called london contemporary voices and then sharif he's a, a kind of modular synth uh, wizard uh, and the producer so yeah. It's great. I mean, it's a it's a it's an interesting, unique, complex sound. Yeah. It's a you're a unique group of diverse individuals. <laughs> yeah, right? very, very, yeah, exactly. So we have a very like a varied culture background as well. So yeah, we it's kind of this yeah folk. We can't, we can't, we've been calling it folk tronica. It's like this ethereal soundscapey folk. Uh, melodies with kind of modular synth beats and so it's it's quite and yeah we come from very different backgrounds like uh, Anil is like um, half German half Sri Lankan he's you know born and raised in, in the UK and Sharif is, is Japanese uh, with some Egyptian Syrian roots so it's very wow. <laughs> yeah but they're in the UK right yeah they're based in and UK. you don't live in town no I live in north I live in Svarvadardalur up north it's a valley in the north of Iceland so yeah two years ago we all moved out of London basically because we were all based in London and I went completely like a u-turn I went back to like the farm <laughs> in north of Iceland but somehow it still works. I, I do go often to London and perform. Like, you know, we, we meet up and we, you know, make music and, and live in a, in a house in the, yeah, next to, next to my parents' farm. And I, I'm now kind of, me and my father are, are planning to build a, a small house there. Very the cool. next door, kind of, yeah, with a little studio. So kind of my dream is to be able to build this bridge between this these two very different worlds that I happen to live in. Like the very nice harmony in the in the north of Iceland and then this hectic inspiring in your face um, tempo of London yeah. you know so because sometimes it's very when you when you decide that music is going to be your profession you're going to be a musician the pressure is on like and then it becomes maybe even like a this this stressful thing to be you know because you want to make it happen you want to be able to be a musician but uh, I keep telling the guys, guys, it's just music. It's just music. You're always going to be doing it anyway. Even if you don't make it, it's always going to be there. So it's just music. And it's our mantra, kind of. Every time we go on stage now, we just like, you know, say this to each other. Guys, it's just music. That's the pep talk? Yeah. Okay. And then we just go on stage and then, you know, we just make music. Go on stage or the little corner of the uh, uh, yeah. the, the, the hotel exactly. lobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crammed up next Crammed to your sound. Crammed up huh? next to each other yeah. with a sound guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Thank you so very much, Tak. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
Airwaves, tuned in from Instant Beer, Reykjavik Grapevine, and Iceland Air. I'm joined with Katla from Between Mountains. Hi. Hi, hi. Hey. Thanks you, for having me. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you brought me here. Uh, tell us where we are and, and why you brought me here. Yes, we are at Stovan Cafe, which is a cafe. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> a lovely one. Uh, it, it is a lovely one. I remember coming here when it was a store like um, it's called Frida Franca, which is like Frida is a name, and then Franca is like an aunt, and it's sold like uh, vintage stuff. And I remember buying this thing like uh, for jewelry here, and I have it at home. So it's so funny that this is a cafe now, and I usually come here when I need to go somewhere to just sit down or something so yeah it's a nice place uh and you know what to make this all possible we're supported by ricky the grapevine we're supported by ancient beer we're supported by iceland air so katla hey congrats hey. because <laughs> the new album just came out yeah it's got a best bit of exciting week for you then yeah it has been um i came i live in the westward so i came to Reykjavik last friday when the album was released and i've just been like living this musician life <laughs> for a week. just like practicing and scheduling some interviews and yes so it's been really fun fun week for me and for every musician in Iceland I think and that's a bit of a different thing for all the Icelandic artists who are based here or around the city it's kind of like yes it's busy and there's more gigs and more rehearsals whatever but it's other you still go home there's still oh I need to go to the grocery store or I need to like you know go to the dentist appointment whatever for you and for the other ones coming from around the country, it's kind of like almost like being on holiday for a week, a little yeah. bit with gigs. It is, and like I'm in school, and I I've just been ignoring that fact for <laughs> this week. <laughs> just like been afraid to open my emails and stuff. Um, but <laughs> yeah, professors yeah, that are like, where is your assignment? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I just like sent them links to my performances, and I was like, I'm here. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's really fun. Because, yeah, you don't, you kind of get uh, another life in Reykjavik as like a musician. So you come here and be a musician and then you go home and just be this kid in school, <laughs> which is really fun. <laughs> back to normal life. Yeah, it is. It's always really fun to go back because the more you're away, the more you miss it. That's true. I mean, the West Fjords, they're not close by. <laughs> it's like by car. If weather's fine, yeah. how far away is it? I mean, it depends on if you live there and how fast you drive. Ah. <laughs> like, how fast you drive. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it can be like five hours, but some people are seven hours, which I don't really understand because you can be like five hours driving it. <laughs> um, but it's it gets shorter every trip you go. It's like always been getting into habit to just drive and it's become like less big of a deal to go to Reykjavik. I remember it was always so big when you were a kid, like, oh, to drive for so, so long. Away. Yeah. Are we there yet? Yeah, <laughs> honestly. And and now it's just like, oh, yes, I'm going to Reykjavik. Oh, should I go tomorrow? Oh, yeah, I'll just come back the day after tomorrow or something. <laughs> so it's completely by. changed. Well, I'm glad your attitude is like that because <laughs> for you to play shows and do yeah. anything in the music part of your life, that's what it takes. You got to come to town, right? Definitely. And flying a lot. Okay. And sometimes it's so funny because I've been like getting bored of flying. Which is like, it takes 40 minutes to fly and five hours to drive. And sometimes I'm just like, oh, I kind of want to drive now. <laughs> I mean, the scenery's not too shabby. Yeah. Right? So to drive yeah. is not so bad. Mm-hmm. And like, you can listen to some music or some podcasts and stuff. So 
That's nice. I can listen to this podcast. I can listen to this podcast. I will on my way home. Um, now, walking outside where you live, like, what? what how does it oh, look? Yes. Feel? Smell? Oh, okay. That's really funny because I live in a really small fishing town, and we have like two fish factories, and one of them like used. It's really cool. They like take the caught hats and they dry them, and it smells so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and when there's like wind in into the fjord, it's just like horrible. The smell that like goes over the whole town. But that's so funny because that's just the home smell to me. I'm just like. Yeah. Ah, this is now I'm home when the smell hits you. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're there. Yeah. But musically, it's fun because you seem to just like enjoy different sounds, different yeah. styles, playing around with different instruments, throwing it all together, right? Yeah, definitely. I like I think I have the kind of variety to what I listen to. I like sometimes I just listen to the Smiths and like REM and stuff. But sometimes I like listening to Vikingur Olafsson, the classical pianist, and also uh, just other artists in Iceland. And yeah, I th- like everyone knows everyone. I think it's so strange. Like you could say I went into the industry mm-hmm. when I won the Battle of the Bands, yeah. like went between month and one. And it's so funny, like how far we've come, like how many people like you've met or I met that. Like you thought you would never meet. Yeah, yeah. But then you're just like, oh, hey, what's up? Now you're like in the club, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's happened so quickly because everyone is so friendly. Excellent. Uh, Katla, th- I know you've been under the weather this week, so thanks for hanging. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Yeah, you feeling better? Thanks. You good? Yeah, I had a sore throat. It's like, it's so classic for like every singer there was. You like, <laughs> right? you pull through two weeks of rehearsing and then like on the day of the first gig, you just like, your voice falls down and you're just cracks and i'm getting better so you're playing tonight i'm playing tonight at um hard rock cafe at um 10 minutes past nine don't miss it folks yes. is there anyone else that you're gonna try to squeeze in to see yourself that you really want to catch yeah i'm probably gonna come early to my show and see the band before me um which is ateria they won the battle of the bands the year after okay between mountains no, but they're really cool. They have like a cello and like they're super young. And I look forward to seeing them. Yeah, maybe I'll just spend the night at Hard Rock there because it's the last night and I don't have to go early home because of my voice. Ah, that's right. <laughs> I can wreck it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yep, obligations are over. Yeah. I'm having fun. <laughs> Fantastic. Kala, yeah. it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. She is Between Mountains. Please do check her out. And uh, thank you. Talk with It's what I can hold that makes me and what I've been told what breaks me. It's what I can hold that makes me and what I've been told what breaks me. It's what I can hold that makes me what I've been told what breaks me. It's what I can hold. This has been Airwaves, tuned in. Delivered to you daily by Instant Beer, Reykjavik Kuipan, and Iceland Air. We'll see you again next year from Iceland Airwaves Music Festival in Reykjavik, Iceland.